0: Turn of so the long. Oh my god. <laughs> when you said you had no intro, I assume that would mean you weren't gonna say anything. Oh, I haven't no, done my- this
1: in so long.
0: Jesus, I was gonna I was gonna launch into a whole song, but I I'm guess sorry, you saved it No, I don't. Welcome back to Why Do People Like Anime.
1: Hey, welcome back. After
0: a two week hiatus. Welcome back. Welcome back, Julie.
1: Hey, well done last week. Thank so you. I'm really like bummed that I wasn't. Here to record, but yeah, I enjoyed l- listening to your solo uh, stream of consciousness episode.
0: Thank you. I <laughs> guess it. I guess it was stream of consciousness. I don't know.
1: Yeah, well, it was. I mean, there was no one to in- <laughs> I guess, I, I, guess I was.
0: I was not commu- like uh, conversating with anybody.
1: Yeah, but I did. I I made notes. Okay.
0: That's cool. I think,
1: if anything, you sounded uh, more it you were almost like more unsure of yourself because no one was there to either like confirm or deny your your uh thought process
0: I guess so yeah i i think um i think i get self conscious about uh what i think is i don't know i mean it's 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 a totally unfounded fear where like i don't think anyone's ever come to me with like hey I really had a problem when you said X, Y, or Z, but like...
1: You've never been confronted in that way? I've never
0: been confronted in that way, but I think I I do have some kind of fear that I will be, so... uh, I I think specifically, you know, last week as it pertains to depictions of women and and femininity and that kind of thing, I think I was a little worried of saying something like super fucking ignorant or caveman-y. Yeah. But maybe I should just like fucking, I don't know.
1: No, it, I think be the it's caveman. no, I think it's good to be aware of your sort of uh, s- place in the argument, you know.
0: Right? Yeah.
1: Because, and I, I, I think it, if <laughs> yeah, anything, let me, it was let me like just
0: speak for all women and and what I what I feel like is is Miyazaki's yeah. portrayal of women. If you have a problem with Miyazaki's portrayal of women, you're, uh, your feelings aren't valid.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm. You're not valid. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, I agreed with most of what you said. Yeah, I want to I, I hear
0: your, I want to hear your notes.
1: This is what I wrote. I oh, said before, uh, before you
0: get into it, uh, this is a podcast about anime generally.
1: Generally, we talk about anime. Yeah, uh, we're two people who haven't watched a lot of anime, and so far we've been watching a lot of anime. we talking about it a
0: lot of it. We're talking a lot.
1: We're your we're your two friends who will watch the anime when you recommend it to them, even though they're not anime people. We're just trying to understand. You know we want what I'm to understand
0: what's wrong with you?
1: We're, no, we're trying to no. understand uh, the ins and outs, the the ups and downs, the, the strikes, strikes and gutters <laughs> of anime.
0: We watch we watched Lebowski a couple weeks ago, and
1: it just it really sticks with you.
0: I feel like yeah, I feel like every time we watch it, there's like a new quote that I think kind of uh, manifests for the next few weeks. I think this week it was, or this time it was. Um, when, uh, when they go to Larry Sellers house and, uh, Walter sees like the writer and he's asking like the, the wife or the mom or whatever. He's like, Oh, does he, uh, does he still write? And he's like in this iron lung and she's like, Oh no, he has health problems. <laughs> <He's>
1: health problems <laughs> That's like the sleeper hit. You like, all, I always forget that scene's coming where yeah. he beat he like gets his car beat up.
0: But yeah, last week I recorded uh, a, a solo episode of insanity. Yeah. Um, so yeah, what are you? And,
1: and I was like, <laughs> and you tackled a big, big topic. You were like, let's talk about women in anime now. Well, that well, now it was alone. something.
0: It was something I wanted to talk about. I think uh, someone got me off track when I was about to bring it up. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just go, I'll just go Wait, for when? it. Um, the episode before that, I think I, I brought oh, no. up. I, I tried doing a segue about. Uh, it being the 20th anniversary of Spirited Away.
1: Oh right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, 20th anniversary of Spirited Away. So what's Miyazaki's deal, right? That was your that was your hot take, and well, then you went off on this thing about how women are sacred and well, it maybe was he it said was something like that. It
0: was uh, it was specifically around a Momoro Hosoda criticism of Miyazaki, or it was it was Hasoda criticizing uh, an unnamed person and a lot of people attributing it to Miyazaki. So I was... Uh,
1: a lot A lot of people uh, tipped, tipped their hat towards Miyazaki. Yeah. I guess my main thing is like...
0: I want to hear what? your notes verbatim.
1: <laughs> All right, I said, I agree women are sacred is a weirdly misogynistic thing to say because it puts women as this easily moldable, uncomplicated, pure form that is the best vehicle to be shaped yeah. by the world but i would say more so than that is that children so specifically female children are uh probably what both of them use the most i can't really speak for mamoru hosada because i i don't have like the same and we haven't seen all of Miyazaki's works.
0: Yeah, we And haven't... I
1: actually talked to a resident expert <laughs> on Miyazaki, my friend Lizzie, who's been on the podcast, uh, and it's... who might reappear on the podcast.
0: Ooh. Ooh. Uh,
1: and she was saying that there are a couple of movies that are more adult-centric and mm. uh, feature kind of like a, a male. And she also informed me that Miyazaki has two boys. But he seems to write... Almost like uh, exclusively around this, like young or teenaged, uh, and we've talked about the teenager in in anime because, like, that's just like a really wild pivotal time in people's lives. The last time you can be kind of like free and right not like tied down to anything. But I think children, especially, like I'm thinking Totoro, I'm thinking Spirited Away. Kiki's delivery service. Kiki's like they're all like specifically young girls. Yeah, and I think more so the gen more like more so than the that the the fact that they're girls is the fact that he chooses like kids to sort of put into these situations because kids you can't get mad about it right because kids are moldable.
0: That's a that's a fair point.
1: But then I was like, wouldn't. I was like, what's what's the what's the beef <laughs> between Hasada and Miyazaki because both of them use young girls
0: oh i I um I'm very cynical about the the why the the why part of it, which is I think Hosoda is just trying to or his people or whoever they're trying to drum up interest for his latest project
1: I see yeah, that yeah, is, yeah right
0: that is the easiest way to drum up interest in a project is if you go after uh a peer someone you previously worked with or um like a sacred cow in the industry so
1: (laughs) got it i I mean i think you're right it's just like i'm gonna say something just to confuse people and get people talking about me saying something
0: yeah it's Um, good it's it's very good marketing
1: because it's like why not point at uh anime creators that why not
0: go for the king Who's the king Miyazaki Oh
1: okay got it yeah like shoot at the king got yeah. it But it, I I don't think he really shot at the king is what I'm saying Yeah
0: no I don't I don't think he I don't think he really did either I I uh, I, I
1: think it's kind of like a vague statement that is meant f- to have people be talking about it
0: as as a member of the clickbait economy um I I I I do not think whatever he said in its original spirit I do not believe it to be like a criticism or like him him being like oh I'm gonna go out like maybe there was that a little bit in terms of you know getting attention but I I think I I would be interested to watch like the whole interview which is like you know another you know these things get out of con like these things get pulled out of context and in terms of like a larger right you know, conversation. I imagine it was a larger conversation about like his work and and everything. And I, you know, comparing himself to other people in the industry and you know his, his peers as anime creators. I think, you know, like I, I, I think there's obviously a lot of things that he probably sees in his own work that he would totally separate from what you know Miyazaki does. Even though you know, on paper, both create anime about uh, life experiences and the magic in the ordinary, I suppose Mm -hmm. they, they both approach it from such different angles. Right. Um, and so, you know, I think that's an interesting thing, just sort of like how they, they sort of look at their own, their own work and, and contextualize it within, you know, the larger framework of animation and also storytelling as a whole.
1: Yeah. And I'm not saying that like men can't write about women, uh, or girls or whatever, (sighs) And, and it's like, even if it's not problematic, and I would say for the most part, Mizaki and Hisada is kind of like, un- definitely kind of like unproblematic takes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, uh, we're, we're not saying like, nobody can write about anything any- that they can't, that they haven't personally experienced. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you can still have that interpretation, but it is an interpretation. Totally. Okay, I'm just saying this interpretation. That's all I'm saying. It's just nothing to- Man. And then the other thing I was thinking about is uh how androgynous guy characters are for the because we were talking about Ash being sort of like this, yeah. this this uh person that you can kind of project on despite despite their gender and i think that's true for a lot of a lot of anime is that girl characters look like boyish or boy characters look like girlish or characters are conf- like purposefully ambiguous
0: yeah totally i and, and uh, obviously it's a, it's a totally different context but it comes up you know in 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 how anime develops later where you have this androgyny especially attached to um the villain characters mm. how i think we've we sort of made it a recurring thing where you have the ultimate evil form of a villain is the strange androgynous uh angel demon being or something mm. which I, I think is 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 funny and and it's it's interesting how androgyny sort of appears like in different contexts of anime but yeah i would agree that um i think i, I think i was saying in the episode that like it's 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 easier i i would imagine for most people to kind of project like themselves onto um mm. the main character in uh, anime yeah that way
1: I don't think it's like the most important thing to be able to project onto the character, but like, I think I think it is
0: for kids.
1: I well, I think it's more important than most other things. Like, if the music's really good in something and you don't care about the main character, you know, hmm. if you if you can't, it's not so much like you have you have to feel like you are the main character, but it does help, I think. Or if you can uh, empathize with the main character oh, is another totally. way to put it.
0: I mean, I think there's, I think there's also like a gyre of difference between rela- relatability <laughs> and co- uh, whether or not a character is compelling. Yeah, yeah. You know, because there's there's plenty of characters that I do not relate to whatsoever. Right. But because their their story is interesting or their story has. I don't know, a lot of elements, uh, that sort of make them a flawed character or sort of a pro, you know, right? just from like a totally different, some, something sort of like I, I, I totally have no experience with or whatever. And obviously this applies to all media, but, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's interesting, you know, like I, I, I remember, um. I remember we went to uh, that fucking Doctor Who bar
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: one night and your friend, uh, I forget who, which friend we went with, but they had some other friends and we were like talking about like just TV shows and stuff and like, uh, I think I brought up Twin Peaks and <laughs> this girl said that uh, she tried watching it, but um, she couldn't, she didn't like it because she didn't relate to any of the characters right and i was like
1: have you brought this up on the podcast before or just in our in our personal life
0: i I, i'm sure like i i think i bring it up probably every six months or so just because it was uh yeah
1: you you're the one that gets frustrated at the relatability thing
0: oh yeah totally i think it's um
1: character does not have to be relatable
0: and i think it's like a fool's errand to especially like i think if you're like a creator specifically and you try and make your character relatable yeah. I think you're being... I think you're fucking stupid.
1: No, make your character <laughs> compelling and... Like,
0: yeah, like... I
1: give it backstory and life, you know? Yeah.
0: Because, like, I, I think you can... I think sort of maybe a problem I have with some anime characters is... uh, Well, I honestly, like, I can't... I, I feel like all of, like, the, the, the good anime characters generally I don't I don't feel like there's any like I don't ever get the feeling like the the creators trying to make it relatable I, I think it's just like a, a nature of you know whether whether or not like a character is is sort of experiencing some part of life that I think via a byproduct of just that whatever that storytelling is about it, it happens like I don't think like the like I don't think Miyazaki ever tries to make, you know, like the girls in Totoro. I don't think he's like I'm going to make these characters relatable. No, no, no. To the idea of being a kid, like I want people to feel like they're a kid again when they watch this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I think it's I, I think it's just a uh, a byproduct of you know.
1: I think he just makes them very real. Yeah. that's another thing, this is the last thing I'll say the the last sort of note I had is you said something about people feeling like eternally young or something like that and while we are definitely getting up there in age we're still young but I feel like the reason why so much media in general in anime included in that makes a lot of their main characters sort of like teens and younger is because that's that's where we think we are. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I think I've talked to you about this. I always think that I'm just out of college. Or before that, it was, like, just out of high school. And you th- you have such these, like, primal memories of your childhood. So, like, when you watch something like Totoro, you're like, yeah, I was kind of like that. Right. Because it's believable. The characters are believable. They're real. Anyway... Should we talk about full, full Mobile Metal Suit Gundam Alchemist? <laughs> what did we watch? <laughs> we
0: watched Mobile Suit Gundam, the movie, the movie. which is, uh, so I f- we found this out halfway through watching it, which I kind of explained a lot, but <laughs> it's not actually a movie. It was a repackaging of like five or six of the first episodes of... Uh,
1: I think it was more like 12
0: no, it wasn't 12 episodes. It was like... I
1: think it was more.
0: No, it was like five or six episodes.
1: I think this is a good thought experiment, though, because we were just talking about... The last time we we were talking, me and you, we were just talking about how, like, they take these shows and they put them into movie form for you to catch up or whatever. Yeah. If you're like... But now we're, like, watching the movie format of something... Just to see if we'd we'd like it without knowing what Pokemon's about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because we watched the Pokemon movie last time.
0: Oh, man. I was here. I know. It feels
1: like a decade ago. Yeah.
0: Where (laughs) have you been, Julie?
1: I've been working, babe. I've been working.
0: This is the work.
1: I know, but I've been making money.
0: Well, working,
1: doing cool stuff. I mean, it's just. I, I I'm feel like I'm back to life, back to reality a little bit.
0: Yeah, not me. I'm still living in a in a fantasy land. <laughs> we watched Mobile Suit Gundam, the first movie. Yes, it was an interesting I, follow I knew, up to Pokemon the movie.
1: I knew nothing about this series. Neither at all. did I. All I all I've known is the robots.
0: And I feel like I I I sort of still know nothing about the series. Really. I mean I, I I understand the central conflict which I think is interesting of like uh the these uh I don't know I don't know what you would call it uh rebels or I want to say I'm trying I'm 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 thinking of a it's, different
1: uh, space nazis
0: Yeah but they're I mean it's specifically pe- a colony of of people who have decided to rebel against uh the one world government, right? Um, secessionists, right? Sure. Is that what is, is that the word? Is that like,
1: yeah, when somebody sec- secedes from the yeah, union? when pe-
0: when people are trying to yeah, yeah, very very much like um, I, I mean American american outlook here (laughs) all things fall under a reference to america but uh very
1: this is what we reference because we strong
0: confederate versus uh union energy i guess
1: i think i bring up space nazis because i think that's how they're like uh oh all their uniforms and shit yeah no i think like the fandom Uh, like jokingly calls them space nazis but they are also like in black and red and have these like crazy war parades. <laughs> yeah. There's like an impassioned speech.
0: It's really, when you really look at, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say maybe media from 85 and before, mm-hmm.
1: uh,
0: when you look at everything that sort of pulled from world war two in terms of like design, mm-hmm. it's kind of incredible. Um, Like all like so much of Star Wars was like influenced by you know, military uniforms and planes and ships and and boats and and,
1: wartime.
0: Yeah, I mean I mean just like from a purely from a pure design standpoint, so many of like the, the things we like really kind of look at as sort of iconic or whatever are just sort of riffing off of I mean, I guess everything riffs off everything. But I always find it really interesting how how much uh influence I, I guess the overall design of, of, of everything in World War Two had on the on the world in that sense.
1: Yeah, totally. Um so the two opposing forces are the Earth Federation and the Principality of Xeon.
0: Those are those are all really cool words.
1: Yeah. I I, I I
0: don't like I, I don't say that dismissively. I, I think um, <laughs> I, I think
1: the principality.
0: I think a good uh, I think good action anime sh- everything should sound cool. Yeah, all your organizations sh- need to sound cool. You can't just be like the f- the space federation. Right, it needs to be the principality
1: of Zeon.
0: Of Zeon. <laughs> that's the sh- that's the shit you you you. Glomp onto as a kid.
1: Yeah. I, so this movie, this uh, this franchise, series, movie, whatever you want to, the whole thing is an obvious precursor to some Neon Genesis. Uh, quite literally, it's uh, oh for it's a, sure, it's a kid in a giant robot suit that's a super weapon against the the alien forces.
0: I mean, this is literally like what what he was parodying. Who? Uh, Anno. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, this is. Uh, I, I. Obviously, like, there's a lot of other mecha on, anime. Anime. What if
1: an- I. Anime? What if
0: I start saying Anime?
1: Yeah, you've, like, you, like, slowly, like, <laughs> revert into this. I listen, I'm not an expert, but, uh, the actual Why pronunciation people... is Anime.
0: Anime? It's like,
1: um, well,
0: we're. I don't know. I, yeah, obviously, there's a lot of mecha care. anime, but I think, uh,. I think I think Gundam is is sort of the uh the poster child for mecha right. as a, as it is and I think uh a very a very core um source of I don't even I I is it is it criticism of of the mecha anime genre in, in Evangelion?
1: No, not really. No, if anything I'm slowly realizing, and maybe because we haven't watched a really base level mech anime show, but this being the second I've seen, I'm starting to realize that they're they all kind of mask. It's like cool action robot fights in space that like tricks you into a more serious tale about war and and. Uh, relationships and specifically maybe in this movie Amaro the main guy uh, becomes more and more like soldierized Uh, that's militarized. militarized (laughs) yeah he quickly goes from like a young boy into kind of like a a soldier yeah and I was like damn this is kind of like heavy
0: no, him, totally. His mom
1: being like, "I I hate you. I'm not proud of you," and her like abandoning him at yeah. a young age because she can't live in space. It 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 very much built out. Listen, there's a lot of things wrong with this movie, <laughs> but we're going with the compliment criticism compliment format. <laughs> yeah, and I think the 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 war themes that get get got built into it, specifically surrounding family and you know, what happens when the civilians have to get turned into like get caught up into the
0: when you're when you're forced into combat.
1: Yeah. Because basically there's like the civilian space station that gets attacked by the enemy after a long stalemate and quickly turns into a battleship and a lot of the people that were just kind of living being civilians get wrapped up into being soldiers. Yeah. Uh, Like there's the pilot girl. There's the girlfriend. There's Amuro obviously. He's like the piloting the robot. The Gundam. Yeah. And they keep referencing that like so many people have died like so many of like the soldiers have died yeah the war is very they're fighting this sort of yeah fruitless war
0: it's very severe war
1: that is just like coming to no end right C- coming to no agreement
0: <laughs> yeah
1: despite both sides obviously being drained of their resources and
0: yeah definitely it's um yeah, I, I, I wonder if there, if there is, uh, I mean, maybe by the nature of, of just an anime being about piloting a giant robot, um, specifically for war purposes, if there is like what the, what, like the, the, the base surface level, I mean, I, I get like, I don't think like this is like the, the deepest story ever told. I think I think there's definitely some uh there's way more emotional stakes I think than maybe I was expecting in that sense. Right. Um and even like you explaining it, you know, sort of this this boy being forced into war, <laughs> I see a lot of parallel to like what I, and and I hope I really do, don't want this to just be like even Gallian discussion 48 but but uh you know, I mean just that idea of of what happens when you send a, a kid to war and, you know, taking that into a different direction from the, maybe like the, the source material he was sort of riffing off of. Right. Um, I will also say that, uh, seventies anime looks so fucking good.
1: Oh, really? It's such a,
0: it's such a cool look. I feel like I, I
1: think this was bordering on not looking good. Oh, I
0: loved it. Anymore. I, <laughs> I thought, I thought like the color palette was so different than everything else. Like, like everything was just like designed to like kind of like, uh, just enter- entertain the senses. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. was all like very bright colors. It was all, it was all very. Uh, I don't know. It just they they just fucking go for it.
1: I would say it's fine. <laughs> I, I, don't, I mean,
0: when you consider <laughs> I know this,
1: I, it, it, there's a nostalgic element to it. Well, consider this, this,
0: this came out in like 1978, right? right? Like and and how many I mean I think the movie came out 81 but the the original anime came out 1978 you know when you take in other animation that was happening at that time you know like it's it's kind of incredible that like they were you know able to able to sort of pull this out with you know that level of action and and, and color and stuff yeah the action was like like maybe even like surprisingly um it, it was it was more violent than I was kind of expecting. Like they really, there is like a lot of destruction and and I, I, I guess chaos. Maybe mm. you know what I mean.
1: Listen, I just fact checked it. This is episode one to episode thirteen of the television series. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. And I would say, I can tell <laughs> that this is many plot lines crammed together. Yeah. Into this movie, because I think probably the most exciting parts of the series watching the episodes is that each episode needs to have kind of like a space fight. And yeah, I kept feeling like it was like, here's the plot element and now we're going to have a space fight. Here's yeah. another plot element. Time for another space fight.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I guess watching it in this manner, the action definitely did get kind of uh
1: Became very lukewarm.
0: Became very monotonous after a while.
1: It became phone time. Like, yeah, <laughs> like I can skip this part because <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. But I, I think the first time it happened, it got me to go, whoa. It gave me a whoa moment. Right. I forgot my soundboard. Damn it. Sorry.
0: It was it was very well received. I
1: know it was well received I was and very, I keep and forgetting. I will, not,
0: I will not deny how skeptical I was, but...
1: Listen, I'm. I'm just saying, I, I we don't, need the soundboard. Yeah, I don't even remember where I saved it. <laughs> oh, oh, maybe. <laughs> okay, we're back, baby. Uh, there was one specific plot line that I was like, okay, seemed a little rushed, and that was the, the. The Zeon flight guy, not the guy with the mask, not um Char, who definitely caught my attention. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. And uh, there was the black-haired counterpart. Maybe look up his name. And then he kind of gets introduced, his love... Life gets quickly introduced. He's like in love with the United Federation princess or something. Little blonde girl. Yeah. And then he goes into battle and dies. <laughs> and I was like, okay, that was... That was very quick. That could have been the whole movie, you know? Yeah. And, and then there was like other plot things that happened after that. And I, I just think as far as anime movies that are entirely based off of a show that has already happened that is where this movie failed whereas like the pokemon movie some somewhat succeeded in picking a couple key points yeah and not dwelling on anything uh too unevenly right and making sure that there is one main plot point that is the plot of the movie
0: i'd <laughs> be very interested i mean i'm sh- i'm I'm sure there's like a a modern retelling of like this exact story in some sort of redone way just because there's so many different there's like gundam seed gundam wing gundam wing R. like there's all these different like kind of uh later series and spin-offs i'd, I'd be curious as to how they would kind of uh i guess sum up like the 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 main story beats like that i i guess like that's like kind of like the main that's really like the 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 main flaw of, of a uh, of a movie that just is like basically like a compilation of episodes episode to episode as opposed to you know selecting four of like the most four out of 10 of like the essential story beats you need to hit as opposed to showing all 10
1: yeah or just, like, structure it differently. Because I feel like the death of that character who I'm looking up the name of... Okay, I'm looking up his name so I don't mess it up. Uh, Garma. You're really,
0: you're really pandering to the uh, the haters. <laughs> well,
1: I feel bad, okay, when I'm like, oh, you know who I'm talking about. But it's like, we could just look, look it up. Yeah, Garma Zabi. He's like the... Fe- the... Zeon... He's like the Zeon prince that dies in battle. Yeah. Because of Char basically. And I was like, "Oh, okay, this is good. This is a good plot point. This is a good this is the drama I was looking for, you know?" Right. But it was so truncated. I was like, "Why why wasn't there more of him?" Yeah. And then that that'd be where the m- movie ends. <laughs> Cuz it dragged on.
0: Yeah, it, it... uh Quite a bit. It carried on to episodes that definitely didn't have, like, the same emotional punch. There's a lot, a lot of just, like, him... A lot of episodes of him, like, you know, questioning whether or not he wants to be the pilot.
1: Yeah, but then quickly returning to being the pilot. <laughs> yeah,
0: and so, like, when you have it in, like, such, like, kind of quick succession, it, it's just sort of... It's, it's really, like, the flaw of shows that have, like, 40 episodes... It's just how quickly you kind of repeat your plot points as opposed to like kind of getting it uh getting it out quick.
1: We just watched a movie with Christopher Walken in it.
0: Oh, yeah, All American Murder.
1: All American Murder. Some kind of throwaway. <laughs> <laughs> some piece
0: of shit movie.
1: That Christopher Walken got strong-armed into playing <laughs> He got tricked into He got tricked somehow. into but this this movie also had the exact same problem where it was like we have to go find Stacy. Stacy. <laughs> and, and
0: it <laughs> yeah, was like it was like
1: cut and then there was no transition moment to to be like
0: very strange pacing.
1: Yeah. Or it would be like the killer is going to strike again and then the killer strikes again like next scene. Yeah. And there's no like thoughtfulness in the the like timing of things.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: If anything, it's thoughtlessness. <laughs> it is. It is so. Yeah. To the point where you're like,
0: <laughs> like it's what? jarring
1: to watch. Yeah, it's jarring <laughs> to watch. We're,
0: we're like, you have 24 hours to figure this out, and then and then, five, then three minutes later, you just wasted eight hours.
1: Yeah. It, hey, you wasted ten hours talking to you. Yeah. Great movie.
0: Yeah, we've totally uh, an
1: American classic. I've
0: I, I I don't know what's wrong with me, but I've been. Buying all these Blu-rays of of just really bad films. Mm. There's a couple uh, couple companies out there that are are just sort of dedicated to like release. I, I guess you would call them cult classics. But a lot of them, I don't think there's a big enough cult to make I, it a cult I, classic. Cult,
1: cult misses or something.
0: Yeah, but they're just really poorly done films. I don't know what's what's wrong. I can't I can't consume like regular media anymore.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think you get into this like I'm gonna find a gem
0: Yeah mindset. Where definitely, if you
1: haven't seen something that
0: Definitely have found a couple.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Six Dream. Six Dream samurai, right?
0: samurai was really good. Um anyway.
1: It's like you it's like you know a secret. You're like, this movie's really good and you've never heard of it.
0: <laughs> I I really enjoy um I really respect and I really like art made by people who f- for whatever reason are very driven to create art, but fundamentally either don't have like the skill or like the self awareness or like the talent to make something good. You know what I mean?
1: They've got six out of the 10 attributes to make something really good.
0: Yeah. I mean, cause there's, I, I feel like. I feel like something being good, there's, there's like, um, I was talking to my cousin about this a little bit, like in terms of like, you know, outsider art as it pertains to music, you know, because like there's certain artists that like, they, they, they produce good music, but they're not, you know, they're not like Weezer. They're never going to be mainstream. They're they're never going to be mainstream and they don't have like the resources of like a, a big studio to like create something. You know that or, sounds or
1: a publicist, or <laughs> right,
0: or that sounds that sounds really big, and that sounds really, you know, rocky or whatever. So they have to make do by, you know, pulling together instruments at home and, and sort of creating you know music that way. But then there's like, you know, the band the Shags. No, um, it's like it's like this this band of like young girls that were like forced by their uncle or something to make a band and none of them know how to play but but like the music is just so it's so bad but they're clearly trying so hard to like make music and everything that like it it it's it's like this beautifully fucked up train wreck hmm. um yeah so if you know an anime like that that is just <laughs> Against all odds, is just so f- fucking weird. Um, I'd love to watch Send it. Send
1: it our way. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to hold, I have to keep it. I, I got the air horn for you. God. You're welcome. Um, since we talked about anime and girls, do you want to talk about Frau? 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 Bow? Frau Bow? Which one is she? She's the girlfriend. Oh. She's the, the wannabe girlfriend.
0: Not the sister.
1: He doesn't have a sister. Oh. The girl who shows up. She just she's just childhood friend.
0: It's been so, I feel like it's been a <laughs> fucking year since I've.
1: Yeah, we we were watching a, just for context. We wa- we were watching a series, and we didn't think we were gonna finish. So we watched Mobile Suit Gundam the movie, and then I got really busy. <laughs> and john had to record and then that was like a week and a half ago
0: <laughs> yeah but i'm looking at her picture and i, I remember this 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 woman yeah.
1: <laughs> she she uh she shows up just to be like hey snap out of it Amaro." and yeah. he miffs her you know he's like Mer, don't care about you but then at the end they're like holding hands Honestly, I can't remember anything that happened after the the guy dies. Yeah. I know that there's like further plot points and more characters introduced after that cuz there's like there's like an, another space lady that shows up and tells them they're all great soldiers and maybe even the mom scene happens after after they get to Earth and
0: Do you think they're going to let her pilot a Gundam?
1: Who, uh, Fra Bo?
0: Yeah, or is she just gonna be like the the girlfriend?
1: No, I don't think she pilots a Gundam. I hope she does. I think that would be nice, but I don't see it I don't see it for her. Uh I I kinda don't know what her role her whole deal is, her whole role is. It's really hard to get a sense of. Is she the OG what's what's the girls that are Waifu? No 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 um The Angry
0: Sundere.
1: Is she like supposed to be Sundere? Uh,
0: I mean she's yeah. like she's
1: like eighties nice girl. I guess but so. She's also like, I don't like you, but I do like you.
0: Yeah. I think so.
1: I don't know. She was uninteresting. I'm just trying to cover our bases here.
0: What did you think of the design of the Gundam and the Zaku?
1: I liked it. Okay. So we we should talk about the design. Because do you think what do you think came first? We're going to make toys or we're going to make an anime about robot? Huh. Robots. Or do you think it was like we're going to make the anime and we are going to sell some toys today, boys. Some toys for the boys.
0: <laughs> That's a good question. Because I Because I
1: think if anything the toys have outlasted the series almost. Or
0: Well the 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 Gunpla Gunplay, whatever they're called, what? the their uh, their models—that's the big thing. Not specifically, you know, you build them, right? I, I would, um, not to be like a, a pedantic fuckhead, but I, I, I would imagine the the this this originated by some guy just drawing cool designs for robots, and then it becoming a manga. Right. Like I don't I I would be I would be I would be shocked if he had, you know, giant like big expectations to like move units. I mean maybe he did just because like I think the designs are are really good and maybe he was sort of thinking about it, you know, in a bigger way and in something at least that could be made physical. Um
1: here's something that I don't understand as a non anime person. Let's hear it. Um what is the appeal of buying figures?
0: Like, because I know like that just generally?
1: I know you own a few figures. Yes. Just a few. And then maybe some action figures. Which I, no, I I distinguish as the smaller ones that move more are action figures, whereas the bigger ones that are just meant to sit on a shelf.
0: So really. so there's uh you're t- you're talking about uh the I'm
1: talking that glass case full of anime figures
0: like the statuette kind of things yes um that
1: they're really not meant to move i really
0: i really don't know i mean i guess it's it's like it's a form of merchandise and it's like an actualization of like the character you like
1: i'm not being an ass i'm genuinely curious what the appeal is is it the artistry and craft craftsmanship of the toy i mean is it is it bad words to call it a toy? <laughs> no. Um, maybe to some people it would be. You know, yeah, but I'm we don't, be, we're,
0: not, we're not hanging out with them.
1: I'm trying to be PC here about you know <laughs> about everything. Uh, but I gen I I don't know. And so if you do know and you want to educate me, you want to inform me about. What it is? Is it a collectible thing? It's a coll-
0: It's definitely a collectible thing. I mean, is it like
1: this is going to be worth something.
0: Uh, I don't know. I. I mean, I think it's just you know, people like collecting and displaying stuff. I guess.
1: I've been thinking about collecting too because of the whole Pokemon card craze. Yeah. And I wonder if people. Okay, first of all, I don't think you should collect something because you think it's going to grow in value.
0: No, it's the worst right? reason to collect stuff.
1: That's that's like counterproductive to the whole thing but if nobody sold their collectibles then there wouldn't be a collectibles market right
0: well (laughs) i mean it's sort of like a chicken and the egg situation but i mean the the thing about like the collectibles that that end up uh being sold for a lot of money is i i think it just kind of naturally happens via the the popularity of a thing or or just you know, the, the the scarcity of it. Like, yeah, I mean, Pokemon was big, but I don't think anyone ever expected it to be, you know, this worldwide phenomenon, right? Yeah. So, you know, in... in So, like, Pokemon cards, when they, they launch, like, certainly a, a, a big deal in, in relative... In relatively to, you know, 98 or 96 or whatever. But now in 2021, you have generations of, of people interested in pokemon and therefore the you know the demand is increased for these you know the, the card the card specifically as opposed to like you know when 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 this thing launched in in 96 and and only children and maybe older weirdos at that point you know <laughs> I, I i i'm just I'm yeah, saying no, you're right <laughs> just in the in and just in the sense of like you know we 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 don't live we didn't live in, in a in a place now where you can be however fucking old and, and and like something and no one's really gonna bat an eye. You know, I think I think yeah. age divisions were, were definitely a lot realer then.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean I you know, I was I was talking to you know, some I
1: mean look at the comic book guy in The Simpsons.
0: Yeah, it was it was a it was a type, you know. I mean I was talking to some older friends and even like even Star Wars was like sort of weird to be into for adults for mm. a good part of like the early '90s, and then the like the action figures came out, and then like the the re the re release of like the original trilogy and stuff. Man, and it started normalizing it a little more.
1: Millennials get a lot of shit, but fuck you, we, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we we you you say we're. We're stuck as children. I say we're adults that don't shame people for liking children's stuff anymore.
0: Yeah, I think... Um,
1: and that I, you can go to Disney World as an adult uh, yeah. and just enjoy it because it's fun or something.
0: No, definitely. I think um, I, I think millennials' maybe lasting contribution to culture, and maybe <laughs> this will get changed in a couple generations, is just like a total erosion of any kind of age restriction on content or media
1: yeah that's what i'm saying
0: yeah i mean it's cool it's it's certainly it's cool i mean it's it's very i, I kind of don't know how to i i kind of go back and forth on it where it's like i you know things are being creative of, of things i liked when i was younger and i i still get to like kind of in, enjoy them to some degree but i also I mean, I'm also maybe a little critical of it because it feels, some of it feels like weirdly calculated and sort of uh, inauthentic or, or sort of pointless. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, the everyone sort of, I mean, not that the original Space Jam was like a work of art <laughs> or anything like that, but like the new Space Jam was just such an obvious like cash grab and, and sort of uh, sh- show off of Warner Brother properties or whatever. Um. So it's I don't know. Like I, I kind of go back and forth on it. Like I, I try and I, I, I think I, I, I balance the things I was into as a kid with things I am growing into and in, as an adult and sort of yeah. newer interests. Yeah. You know what I mean? Specifically, like in in media, I watch.
1: But if you like went to another millennial and you were like, "What's your favorite Pokemon?" They'd probably be like, "Oh." Storlax. <laughs>
0: yeah like they'll have an answer for you they're not gonna be like what the fuck are you talking be, about
1: they might be like oh like if you're at work or something there they might be like oh haha ha, i haven't thought about that in a long time haha ha, but they have
0: <laughs> yeah they've
1: been thinking about it since they were 14 you know
0: yeah i really i really like my coworkers, but i, I try not i really I we're still,
1: all just charading as adults i mean
0: i still i definitely kind of hide my uh my my nerd i mean i guess everyone probably knows i'm a fucking nerd but like i don't (laughs) i don't like getting a conversation about uh you know
1: well you're not like in the office all the time either yeah because maybe it would come up more organically that way yeah i'm just saying for the most next time you see a millennial
0: ask them their favorite pokemon (laughs) yeah yeah ask them
1: how much money their Pokemon cards are worth (laughs) yeah no I get the scarcity of it I'm just thinking going back to the the collectibles or whatever I'm just thinking mobile suit Gundam probably has some really intricate and valuable and expensive whatever you want to say figures that people collect and they also probably have like pure toys
0: I mean as it pertains to Gundam I think I think Definitely like the biggest appeal of it is also like you have to build it. Like the like the the models come in, you know, I don't know if you ever built like model airplanes or like model boats or whatever, but like you have to they come I in like not. they come in like <laughs> racks of pieces and you have to like snap them together and like you have to piece, you have to piece all of them together.
1: You think this is appealing in, to in the in decal to the uh uh is it Dungeons and Dragons where you have to like paint your figure? I
0: mean that's like uh, well there's like Warhammer where there's like miniature painting. But yeah, I, yeah, I guess it's it's a similar
1: This uh, is appealing to the Lego crowd. Oh, the Lego crowd. So
0: yeah, it's 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 in the same it's it's like building something.
1: Put it together.
0: Yeah. Putting stuff together is fun if it's not like furniture. <laughs>
1: Do you think IKEA was like I've got a great idea?
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm. I think. I think IKEA definitely. They try and make it feel that way. Even the manuals look
1: like the old LEGO manuals. Yeah. So I'm just saying.
0: There's definite. There's definite parody there when it comes to that.
1: When you when next time you build your IKEA dresser, your IKEA desk.
0: We should definitely pretend
1: it's a LEGO set.
0: Because like I don't feel like we're we're quite done with Gundam as like, you know, both like in in like this specific series and like as like the franchise like as a whole. Like I I would definitely be interested in watching stuff in the future and I think when we do, we got to build a Gundam.
1: Oh shit.
0: Like each of us <laughs> each of us has to like build one.
1: Okay. I'm interested. Yeah. I think we should jump into where the movie left off. Like we should start at episode 14 and now watch the show. Oh, totally. And see if we've missed anything.
0: Yeah, I'd be. I, I, I wonder.
1: This is all one elaborate science experiment for me.
0: The whole show.
1: No, the, the whole, whole podcast. The whole podcast. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what I, that's what I mean. Uh, Why do you think people like Mobile Suit Gundam?
1: There's so many reasons.
0: Yeah, I guess we. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, we. I don't even think we've scratched the surface. I think probably the characters have. Are there's more to them, because I mean the cast is huge. Yeah, there's so many names on this Wikipedia. <laughs> why do you think people like
0: Mobile Suit Gundam anime colon 1978 TV series?
1: Well, we watched the movie.
0: Yeah, but this is oh
1: the whole the the TV this, series.
0: This specific series. Why do you think people liked it and then glommed onto Gundam I think as it's a this, whole?
1: Okay, I think it's the same reason as Neon Genesis. Is it's it's like oh this is a fun mech anime show. No, there's a story here, there's stakes involved, there's interpersonal relationships at play. You know what you know what they glossed over too much for me? Just to throw one more detail in here. Did his dad die? Did he inadvertently kill his dad?
0: Um, I don't know if he killed him, but I think his dad's definitely dead.
1: Didn't so didn't Amaro get into the suit and there was like a hole in the spaceship? And then his, you see his dad getting sucked out of the hole in the spaceship into space.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess so.
1: That's what I mean. Did he end did he it? Inad- and then they just never bring it up again. Like, where's my dad? Maybe that was a bigger moment in the show that I'm curious about.
0: Or, or they'll address it in a future episode.
1: Or maybe his dad is not dead and they're just like doing that. We're not going to address it right now thing. Right. And then his dad's going to show up. Speaking of dads showing up, I, I've been thinking a lot about Attack on Titan lately. <laughs> Ooh. Because I am I think my brain is like, don't forget what happened in season one. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I think it'll come back, you know? Because we're watching it so disjointedly. Anyway, why do you think people liked... It's why, pretty... did, why did John Hill like Mobile Suit Gundam?
0: <laughs> uh, did I like it? I don't know if I liked it. I... I guess i liked it you um
1: lukewarm on
0: it yeah i i i I, I, I liked i think the designs are, are perfect yeah i think um i mean it's like like just lizard brain looking at like the the good guy versus the bad guy it's like colorful versus monotone <laughs> angular versus like circular
1: yeah
0: and it's like i it, it's like i like I just like really simple differentiations like that.
1: Also space swords.
0: Yeah, space laser laser sword versus gun. Like the the differentiations are like so simple, but like really nice looking. Um, I mean, I forget like when Transformers came out. I I I was
1: thinking about that too.
0: I, I think like, you know, Transformers sort of came more to prominence in like the 80s. (laughs) um
1: transformers robots in disguise
0: (laughs) yeah trans transformers began in in the 80s for sure you know so it's like (laughs) so so i think like the the world started catching up to like what Gundam was doing. And I I think just like the design of like the Gundam itself is, is, is just like, it's like kind of perfect, right? It's like very simple colors. Looks cool. It's eternal. Yeah. So I think like you look at it and it's just like such like an iconic design.
1: Easy to trace.
0: Easy to (laughs) trace. Like, like kind of complex, but like if you're a kid, you can draw it. If you really tried. Yeah, it's squares. Squares
1: and try. It's all straight yeah. lines.
0: It's all straight lines. So it's yeah. I think people like it because <laughs> of the drawability,
1: high drawability, high, you know, yeah. watchability.
0: I don't know. It's I. I think like the more anime we watch, the more I like the aesthetics and look of of older anime.
1: That makes sense.
0: I think uh, there's something about like the more limited color palette, or at least like the different color palette compared to the newer stuff, which is just so real, like, mm. like as close to like real representation of color as you can get. Right. I would like, obviously like these are 2d characters representing like an artistic, you know, sensibility. But right.
1: Now it's like lighting effects. Yeah. And, like, like you like, have
0: all these, all these bells and whistles and stuff. stuff versus like, you know, this
1: was get it done. These
0: are, these animation. are big <laughs> primary colors. Like get it
1: done with this small palette as possible. Yeah. I just thought of another complaint um, because you're talking about the visual aesthetics and I was thinking about the music. And am I just misremembering, but wasn't that a big complaint that there was just like not enough music? Oh. Do you remember? Yeah, I guess so. Like they would like put put kind of like, you know, 80s synthy music in or maybe it was strings. But like action music in for action sequences, but then there was like a distinctive lack of music at some points, and sound effects in general. Yeah, where I was, it was that's when it started to lose me too. Was I was like they couldn't put like a little bit of a track in here, some ambiance. Yeah, it was too quiet. It's
0: very strange.
1: Uh, I
0: c- uh, I don't I don't remember that well to be honest. <laughs>
1: I think I said something out loud about it, which is why I'm bringing it up. Hmm.
0: I'll take your word for it.
1: <laughs> I think there was I'll a to dis- re-watch. there was a strange uh, lack of music in the movie.
0: I'm sure I, I would, if I were to guess. I, I'm sure in in '83 or '78 or whenever this was was put together the music budget probably didn't exist where <laughs> 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 they had, they had budget for one song
1: and they, they cut it up
0: or like <laughs> one, spread it out. one guy on a synthesizer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I do attribute it to my, my 20, 30 years later brain being like not enough sounds.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Not no, no constant sound.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm totally fucking up my like music history knowledge, but, it was definitely, I mean, you would have to get, like, a live musician at that point to do the music. Right. You know, like, synthesizers were, uh, I think at that point, still, like, gigantic, <laughs> and not, like, something you could have in, like, a bedroom before, like, the the 808s and, like, the Moogs really kind of took over in the 80s. I'm
1: not really sure.
0: So, I don't know. Um, that was our show for this week.
1: Next week, we're doing something Spicy. Yeah, something different.
0: Just as a, you know, as a heads up, I, I, I have, I usually have Final Cut over all these episodes. no you don't. I usually have, I usually <laughs> have final edits. So next
1: episode was proof that you have no control.
0: Next week, I, I cannot, edit. I cannot put my stamp of approval on anything that is said or the quality <laughs> Listen, of the episode because Giant I will not had be present. To
1: do one week by himself, it's only fair that I yeah try to pull something together by I, myself. I, I get next week off, I guess, or with some friends.
0: Yeah, something. So if if next if the next episode is it makes you want to unsubscribe? Stop it!
1: Don't I, say that. <laughs> I, I am
0: sorry. <laughs> do I, take that back I, right now. I had nothing to do with you. It. Take it back. I, I take back. Uh, I'm, I'm still. I'm still. Next week's I'm still is... mad at you for not promoting my solo episode. On the Instagram, there is no.
1: You have to. You have to tell me.
0: It was a test, Julie. I
1: didn't have the image.
0: It was a test. You what do you mean you it was a test? You could have put an image of me.
1: I'm post. I will post an image of you tonight. <laughs> I've got plenty.
0: <laughs> um, please, uh, please like a. Uh,
1: please comment on John's picture on our Instagram at Why Do People Like Anime? That. I'm doing the best I can with the time and skills I I've been allotted.
0: <laughs> I don't know, Julie. I thought you were our social media manager. I thought you would uh
1: Listen, support you can, my you solo can...
0: endeavor. I don't even know the password. I don't I don't
1: know the password. I the
0: password, I, can, for I should have
1: reset the password at this point. It could be anything. Anyway. Uh tune in next week for more of me for sure.
0: I will not be there. Maybe like I said, not John. I hope I hope everything goes okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hope it's good. I mean Uh time I, will tell. I can't
0: I can't promise whether or not I'll listen to it. Wow. Um
1: John. I'm 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 kidding. I'm
0: just I'm just being a I'm just being a, a squim squam here.
1: Oh. Yeah. squim squam. Indeed. Yeah.
0: Send us an email. Why do people like anime at gmail dot com? Tell us what you watch. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, I was also asked uh, by friend of the pod, Lizzie. uh, She asked, or she said that I didn't uh, go into why I love Totoro so much. You didn't? I said I was going to get back to it, and I never did. Um, She sent an email asking. Uh, I really like Totoro just because he's. uh, I.
1: You can relate to him.
0: I can relate to him as a as a, as, <laughs> a, as a lot of a lot really of a uh, big creature like qualities to me as as you have said. It's got a lot of big um, creature like qualities. Uh, I don't know, you know. It's it's. I I really I really do like cute things. I really like cute media. Mm-hmm. Um, through since we watch like, I, I feel like uh, once a week I'll just like flip through it on HBO Max just to like watch the scenes of, like, Totoro, like, running up the tree. Yeah. Or, like...
1: Chilling n- on the flute.
0: Chilling on... Like, playing the flute. And, se- like, there's just so many, like, little scenes like that that I think are... Sleeping. sleeping that I think are really fun. I think he, his his design is incredible.
1: He's a purely uncomplicated character with a hint of mystery.
0: A little, and a little mischievous. Just a little, a little bit.
1: mischievous, but he's definitely there to have a good time... Not a long time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, when I think of Totoro, my, my mind is at peace. Like, mm. we have... Julie Julie got this Totoro plush, and I can just, like, look at it or... Let me tell you. This Totoro everyone, plush has, has brought a lot of happiness into this household.
1: Absolutely everyone should have a Totoro plush. It's a perfect shape. Perfect <laughs> softness. He's Good. got a leaf.
0: He's got a little leaf.
1: And his... He's like the Mona Lisa. He's always smiling. <laughs> he's, he's smiling,
0: but he's not. He's, he's like smiling, but he's not. Yeah, he's got a good expression. I could just like you know, I could hold him or give him a little hug. He'll
1: bring you so much joy.
0: Yeah, and I'll feel I'll feel better about stuff.
1: Listen, you're even if you're a millennial, even if you're in your thirties, you can get a plush. You know, it's like your parents were like, when you're older and you have money, you can buy it you should just buy it in my yeah
0: opinion. well I did mom
1: yeah no just do it they can't stop you now
0: <laughs> yeah let it out yeah let it let them breathe
1: let it out let them breathe
0: um that's it for us that's it see you next uh, see you in two weeks I guess see you next week see yeah. you eventually drive Ju- safe Julie will see yeah drive safe bye <laughs>